In a couple of days, unless you live in one of those municipalities that always moves Halloween to the weekend, lame, the streets are going to be filled with small children dressed as ghouls and ghosts running from door to door collecting candy from strangers. Halloween is a big deal in Chicago, a huge deal. It's actually kind of over the top. There's trick-or-treating in our neighborhood a few days before the actual holiday. Then there's a parade and party at school. And then we finally get to go actual trick-or-treating. By the time we get to the third party of the season, I'm handing candy back to the homeowners. And I love candy, but enough is enough. My mini-me is going to be a mummy, and Mr. D is going to be a vampire. Me? I don't dress up. I've never loved Halloween, so I'm happy being the party pooper and the mean mom who donates our leftover candy. But party pooper or not, the holidays are fun, and this is an exciting time of year. And it doesn't just have to be for kids. Communicators can have fun with the holidays, too. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Welcome back. At Spin Sucks, we enjoy themed content, especially around the holidays. Laura Petrolino has an annual blog post she does on the current communications-themed costumes, and I always write a list of the literature villains we love to hate. And starting in December, we do the 12 Days of Christmas, which is my personal favorite because we use it to celebrate our community and our clients. It's also really fun and easy to produce. Don't have to really think about it. You just do it. Done well, holiday-themed campaigns can connect you with your audience, generate a lot of engagement, and generally be a good time for everyone. Done poorly, however, they're absolutely cringeworthy, sparking more conversation about how brands don't get it than pictures of pets in costumes. Before we get into the do's and don'ts, let's get clear on what I mean by a holiday-themed content campaign. A holiday-themed content campaign say that five times fast, can be on social media, a series of related articles, a video series, a contest, or a series of images and photos. It also can be generated by your organization and or by your community. It can live on social media, on your blog, on your YouTube channel, or even in a special location on your website. Keeping it somewhere on your website and sharing it to social media through email and other platforms is always ideal, but if it's not possible to do it that way, especially as you're starting out, worry less about where it's housed or it will stop you from doing something fun and creative. Now that we have that out of the way, we can talk about the do's and don'ts of holiday-themed content campaigns. The do's. While it's not exactly holiday-themed, I love what TalkWalker and HubSpot do with their annual trends content. You could call it New Year-themed content because they do it in advance of the new year to help you plan. This year, they worked with nearly 70 influencers, I think it was 68, to build one of the best pieces of content on trends that I've ever seen. You can learn about everything from TikTok and virtual reality to digital transformation and customer experience. To do a holiday-themed content campaign well, you want to make it interactive. What TalkWalker and HubSpot did well is they worked with 70 influencers, and you know what those 70 people will do, don't you? They will share the crap out of it, which will build top-of-the-funnel leads for both TalkWalker and HubSpot. A-plus in interactivity for them. If you're thinking about Halloween or Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or New Year-themed content, you don't have to work with 70 influencers, although working with other influencers or other people in the industry is always advisable. 
you do want to get community, your customers, or your audience, or all of the above involved. Ask for pictures or stories or run a contest. To make it as interactive as possible, make it easy for them. The instructions should be clear and simple to follow, such as post a photo and tag us on Instagram using this hashtag. Be clear about why you're doing it, how they can help, and how you'll use their content. Also make sure you and your team are involved. If you want user-generated content, you need to be prepared to do the same. If you ask people to share photos of their Halloween decorations, share yours too. We don't have Halloween decorations, much to my mini-me's dismay. <laughs> Again, I don't love Halloween. <laughs> Christmas, though, we have lots of Christmas decorations. <laughs> but if you do ask people to share photos of their Halloween decorations or whatever it happens to be, you do the same too, because this is an opportunity to let people see behind the scenes of your organization and of your colleagues' lives too. For bigger holiday-themed campaigns, plan in advance. We're already planning for our 12 Days of Christmas series, and it's still two months away. You definitely don't want to get started on 31 days of Halloween costumes that are office-appropriate, but run out of ideas or user-generated content on day 20. Now let's talk about the don'ts. A few years ago, St. Mary's crafted a video series meant to support religious freedom in America. The intent is completely admirable. The execution, though, let's just say it was lacking. I'm not sure what they wanted you to do after watching the videos, especially the one with the shrieking child. It's clear they want you to think there's a war on Christmas by the title and description they use, but the video, well, I'll let you watch it for yourself. I'll link to it in the show notes, or you can search St. Mary's War on Christmas on YouTube. You'll find it there. The first don't then is don't alienate part of your audience. While the intent on religious freedom is a good one, saying there's a war on Christmas while including a shrieking child with falling ornaments does one thing. It alienates every person in your audience who does celebrate Christmas. The second don't is don't approach the season with the wrong attitude. Your fun and edgy Halloween campaign is going to be very different than your thoughtful and respectful Memorial Day one. Keep in mind who your audience is and what they might see or take away from it. On Laura's aforementioned blog post about communications-themed costumes, we used a photo of dogs dressed as ghosts because, well, dogs in costumes, any costumes, are hilarious. What we didn't consider is some might consider that racist because the ghost costumes looked a bit like white hoods. Of course, that was not our intention at all. Not at all. Because we saw ghost dogs dressed as ghosts. But it did cause a bit of an uproar, and we did change the photo. Think about specific ways people might observe the holiday. With our 12 Days of Christmas series, there's always at least one person who will privately email me to say, the 12 Days of Christmas don't actually start until Christmas Day. And there's always at least one person who will want it to include the other December religious holidays as well. We've thought through both of those issues and many, many others. We start our 12 Days on the first Monday in December because... While they don't traditionally begin until Christmas Day, no one, and I mean no one, is reading blog posts the week between Christmas and New Year's. And because it's a series that celebrates our community and our clients, we want to be certain the content is read throughout the month and not missed while everyone is enjoying their families and lots of great food. Could we call it the 12 days of December? Sure. But it doesn't have the same appeal or widespread knowledge as the 12 days of Christmas. Plus, it doesn't allow us to make up our own jingle to go along with the tune and a partridge in a pear tree. 
The final don't is don't stray too far from your brand voice. While holiday-themed content is a good way to push boundaries, you don't want to go totally off the wall. For instance, a photo contest for baby Halloween costumes is for a far, far different audience than, let's say, the many different types of sexy SpongeBob SquarePants costumes. They really exist, which is both fascinating and frightening. I will also say this. You can think through every possible scenario and still be surprised by someone's reaction to something. The best advice I can give you there is recognize you may unintentionally offend someone and be willing to make changes very quickly. Don't let this scare you away from holiday-themed content, but do be flexible enough to adapt quickly and fix it. What's the best holiday campaign you've ever seen? Do you participate in branded campaigns around the holidays? Do you want to send me your Halloween photos? I would love it. Join the Spin Sucks community at spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. That's spinsucks.com slash spin hyphen sucks hyphen community. Let's see those photos in there. I can't wait. And I'll see you next week. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review. 